Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. evening or morning or whenever you listen to this it is another edition of the disney brit radio show thank you once again for joining us on our depleted crew due to the fact that most people have decided to travel around the world this week but joining me as always is gareth good evening good evening adam it's all about the quality not the quantity is that what it is i keep saying good evening and then realize that people kind of will listen to this at any point during the day it's just that we're recording it in the evening. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hello, Katie. Hello. Okay, Are you hello. Well? I'm good. And you're about half asleep? Yeah, I'm just about hanging on in there. It's good. Freshers' Week this week at my work. So, yeah. You might I'm need to explain. Because obviously we have US listeners. You might want to explain what Freshers' Week is. So, Freshers' Week weird. is the first week of university for new students and it tends to be a bit of a crazy thing full of lots of parties and lots of getting to know people and moving into new accommodation and all that kind of stuff and I work at a student's union um not a student's union with a bar but still a student's union um and so Freshers Week is one of our busiest weeks of the year it's basically so. an opportunity for university students to turn up, get very, very drunk, and not no, do no, any no, no, learning no, no. whatsoever. That is not that's what, what it's it is. for. That's, that might be what happens, but that is not what it's for. That's really what it's for. It's Come there on. for them to find their way around the university and their new city. No, it's, and it's for them to get to drunk. And to get to know people and make it's, friends. No, it's that for them is to get drunk. No, it's for them to get drunk. It's, you can <laughs> say what you like. It's, um, it's to see how quickly you can spend your student loan. Yeah, how quickly you can spend your student loan, how quickly you can get drunk, and how quickly you can get lost in your new city. That's what it's all about, really. Come on, let's be honest. So uh, And making new friends. And uh, making new friends and stuff. But it's very tiring for the people who have to work it. Yes, this is true. Yes, I, I can imagine. Anyway, it is episode 198. We are nearly at episode 200. Cannot believe we have done that many shows. We've waffled for a very, very long time. Like hours on end in some shows. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about the aftermath of Hurricane Irma and what's happened with regards to all of that. Uh, we were hoping to have John with us, um, but he can't get his Skype to work. He's out in Disney World. and We're going to find out whereabouts in Disney World he was, but sadly... Um, not going to happen but that's all cool he's currently out there enjoying disney world and we'll talk a little bit about uh his experiences and all of that in a little while and susan's in mexico which is uh far too posh for our our liking so she's not with us it's just us three today but let's start off then shall we today talking about hurricane Irma and what sort of happened with regards to the whole event who wants to sort of start off with this and what sort of was going on Shall I start then? Um, <laughs> go on, go on, Gareth. <laughs> oh, it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Um, so I think should we start off with the, the bad the bad coverage of Disney? Well, yeah. Well, well, let's start off then, shall we? Uh, unless you're so, living under a rock. Um, 
obviously Hurricane Irma hit Florida. So yeah, so you talk about Disney got bad press, didn't it? So what was sort of the bad press that Disney got? Um, it sort of stemmed from one review where um, someone w- was unhappy that in the aftermath of the hurricane they didn't get any housekeeping. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is <laughs> genuinely wild. Hilarious. This was this went it? mad, didn't it? Yeah. So go on, explain a bit more. <laughs> um, so it was it was similar. It was a lady who the day after the hurricane left her apartment or left her a room, um, and came back to find that her bed hadn't been made. <laughs> Um, and was was really really quite put out about the fact that um, you know, in the aftermath of a hurricane, Disney obviously hadn't managed to get enough housekeepers in into work to uh, to service everybody's room, um, and took to Facebook to basically have a big kick off about it. She'd spent twenty four hours in her room and she'd been in this bed and like she'd left and she expected to come back and you know they haven't got enough people on site blah 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 and yeah and, and people kicked off big time didn't they with this yeah i mean i, I part of me likes to think that that the day after when she's read her message back she feels a bit of an idiot and probably regrets what she said do you think this has actually happened though probably not she must do the backlash that she got on facebook was crazy so she must have read that back and said oh actually yeah there was yeah. a hurricane it does come across a bit spoiled yeah, just a tad. Yeah, well, just a, just a little bit. It's well, I suppose she'd gone a little bit stir- crazy had she not, and uh, maybe <laughs> I don't. To know. be fair, that was very much in the minority, wasn't it? I think the vast majority of coverage that Disney did get was really, really positive. Yeah, um, and yeah. they got loads of praise from people who were staying in the Disney Resort hotels. For the way that they handled it so i think the complaints were minimal um and i think the backlash that she got on facebook kind of shows that people were very supportive of disney yeah did you did you see what they were doing i think it was the beach club and maybe and the yacht club um what they were doing for their um they their had, entertainment the amount of stuff hotel. that was going on was unreal well, i saw doing... the hotels had like characters and things but... yeah the, the beach club were doing a, a full year's worth of celebrations across the across the day, so I think they they started off with with Easter and then um, later in the day they had their, their summer celebrations. Um, they have, have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Mm. And I think they finished it off with New Year's Day. All in all, in the space of twenty four hours. That's, cool. That's really cool. That is cool. Let me read you the actual message. All right, that's uh, oh, name's Diane. Fine, yeah, deleted, I've got it. it? No, 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 I've got it. It's from Diane. It says this I was impressed how well Disney did during Hurricane Irma, but I just came back to my room having had no mousekeeping since Saturday to find my bed hadn't been made. Sheets due to be changed too. Towels thrown on the uh, bed with no toiletries, no extra toilet paper, and a note saying housekeeping services remain limited. Understandable, but there are limits, and this isn't acceptable, as I am the only person in this room, so making up, uh, making one bed up, not even changing the sheets, would have taken five minutes. The housekeeper happily pocketed the tip and gift I always leave. I asked the housekeeper, um, busy servicing the room next to mine, if my room had been fin- was being finished and claimed she wasn't responsible for servicing my room. Come on, Disney. I know you couldn't do anything about a hurricane hitting, but after spending two days holed up in my room, it would have been nice to have had my bed made. You are offering gift cards in some resorts in lieu of housekeeping. How about a gift card for all those who went without, uh, without for two days of no housekeeping and now receiving limited housekeeping? 
So that was her message, and yeah, the the world blew up basically. So yeah, as you were saying, Disney. What happened with that? They had the Hurricane Irma rideout team, and a lot of these were volunteers who were cast members who decided they would hang around at the resorts and um, basically try and make it as easy as possible for some people. And it was amazing, just kind of what Disney did with this. We had there's photos all over the place, all sorts of things, including um, Mickey and Minnie and Pluto, I think it is, all sat down watching films with kids. Uh, there was all that entertainment stuff, as you said, that, that people put on activities and bits and pieces, and uh, they were going on as much as Disney could. And then there were points where the hurricane was going to be really strong, so they sent people back to their rooms and all those bits and pieces. But on the whole, I think you know Disney's. The publicity that Disney got from this and what actually they did with regards to this was was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I think it's worth calling out as well that um, obviously with it being shut for two days, there's yeah. a lot of cast members that didn't get the shifts. Yes, um, and Disney have actually come out and said that they're going to pay for pay them for the shift. Yeah, even though that they they obviously couldn't be Which there. Is really, really good. Yeah, I think that's that's really important. Yeah, and we also have to know. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, obviously, they don't, they don't make a lot of money, and for, for a lot of them, probably missing two days' worth of pay is, is the difference between being able to pay their the bills and not. Yeah. So I think it's a really good thing. And also, that. we have to take into consideration this is, again, unprecedented, because I don't believe Disney World has, has closed two days in a row before. No. We've always had a day closure here and there, but for the entire resort to be closed for two days was, was a pretty massive thing. So that's yeah. good. Katie, have you any, uh, heard any sort of stories about uh, what was, was going on in the resorts, etc.? I think I've just seen bits and bobs. I've seen quite a few updates from people who were actually staying there. And mm. with the exception of the lady that we were just talking about, everything I've seen has been incredibly positive um, and nothing but praise for Disney, really, in the way that they've kind of handled it. I saw they were getting some criticism for the fact that they were selling bottles of water at the price that they would normally sell bottles of water. <laughs> Um, and a few people weren't very happy about that because I think it was because they were selling them in crates. Yeah. Um, so it was like it was like seventy something dollars wow. for a crate of water, but actually if you worked it out, it was just their normal price, normal price. for water. Uh, so I saw them getting a little bit of criticism for that, but on the whole, I think the the feedback was really really positive, and the, they had like tons of characters across all of the different resorts. Um, I think people in the deluxe resorts obviously had it a little bit easier because they yes. could leave their rooms. Yes. Whereas when they were in the values and the moderates, they were kind of confined to their rooms. And they were stuck in um, the So that's maybe a, a point to consider when booking to go to Disney World in hurricane season. season. <laughs> Is it worth paying maybe several worth thousand dollars more? extra for a deluxe? But one of the things that was really good with regards to the values is that obviously they need to make sure that everybody got food and nobody was going to starve. And um, people were given little slips in their room which said that they were able to go down to the food court between these certain times so Disney could uh, help them get the food and the bits and pieces they needed for to ride out the storm. So it, it wasn't like a free-for-all. It was a case of if you're in these rooms and these rooms, head down at this time. There's, there was food packages that they could take. Uh, well, obviously they paid for, but they could they could get hold of and then go back to their rooms as well. So I thought that was really good, uh, in the way they handled that too. So with regards, and did you see the sorry. pictures of the park the day before Irma hit as well? Because obviously everyone Just stopped and they yeah. go in, yeah, and it was absolutely empty the day before. And there was there's these incredible photographs of the castle with these like enormous black clouds yeah. behind it. Yeah, um, it looked incredible. I think people had like a really good good day the, the kind of couple of days before it hit yeah 
It was um, quiet, wasn't it? Was it was just so empty, yeah. Well, with regards to that, obviously there was a lot of changes to people's holiday times and uh, all those sort of things. So Disney were really good at the fact that they would be able to alter your stay if you wanted to come a little bit later. You couldn't fly in all the flights and those bits and pieces. And actually, our own John got caught up in all of this. He was due to fly out on the Monday. And uh, obviously that wasn't going to happen. His flight was cancelled and he managed to get in touch with his airline. He managed to get in touch with Disney and Disney were fantastic with it. And I know he'll tell us much more detail um, when he returns. But uh, one of the things he was able to do was to rebook his um, accommodation and Disney had no problems with that, rebook his flights. He was due to go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party on the Tuesday, the day after he arrived. He obviously couldn't do that because he wasn't going to be there. So he was able to change that as well. Um, And just all the stuff that was, you know, he was sort of spent two and a half hours on the phone, I think, trying to sort everything out. But Disney were fantastic. They were able to move all of his reservations, move all of his, um, his tickets and his Not So Scary Halloween stuff. And he's out there now. He he went out, I think, on the Thursday instead of the Monday, didn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. think that's right. So they have moved heaven and earth. And I know it's what's really interesting is looking at some of the responses from some of the airlines um, that some people have seem to have had a mixed response from UK airlines. Some have had really good response where they've turned and said, yep, yeah, no problems, we can move this to here and here. Some people have been told... This this can't happen. They can't do this. Or if they want to upgrade to this, it's going to cost them money. So I I did notice there was a bit of a kind of well an interesting way I suppose that the airlines dealt with this, and not everybody was treated equally. I don't think. So it'll be interesting to see whether there's any backlash from that come a few months time. You know, when people return from their delayed holidays. I don't know. We'll see. Definitely a good reason to have good travel insurance, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. So, um, yeah, that's Hurricane Irma. The Most of the resort now, I think, is back up and running. Uh, there's a few bits and pieces that still aren't up, isn't there? I know the railway. Yeah, I think we were saying the Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness is due to open within the next few days. It's this but I know. week, isn't it? it was, it's this week. There was um, rumours going around the internet that it had been damaged so much that the resort was now permanently closed and would never open. It would become the next river country. But uh, Disney have announced that it's not permanently shut. There was just a work that needed to be done for it. And now they've done that, they're ready to go. I think uh, actually Disney World came away from it relatively unscathed, didn't they? The, on the whole, There was think, a little yeah. bit of damage, but nothing completely irreparable. No. Yeah. I, I think we underestimate how big Florida actually is. Yeah, and I think they were very lucky in the sense that the um, hurricane didn't go through the middle of florida in the end it went down the west coast so the majority of it did hit kind of i think tampa got a bit of a battering and then miami did but the actual central area of florida disney world those sort of things were very very lucky um so let's see what's going on here with regards to things so yeah fort wilderness campground uh the saratoga springs treehouse villas resort were closed um disney's typhoon lagoon water park was also closed uh hope to do music review and mickey's backyard barbecue had been cancelled up until september the 19th so that is uh today no, sorry, not today, tomorrow, as tomorrow. we're recording this. So they reopened the following day, and they're offering refunds and all those bits and pieces. There were some attractions that were closed, but they were only closed temporarily. Big Thunder Mountain was closed temporarily. They checked that, and they were quite happy with it. 
The Exploration Trail, Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail was closed, as was Carly River Rapids. Um, Jungle Cruise, Splash Mountain, they were all um, closed temporarily, as was the railroad. Just while they checked out some bits and pieces, I think there was just some tidying up that needed to be done with some of those outdoor attractions. But they soon reopened and, and all was good, and everything seems to be in one piece, which is good news. Not only just for Disney World, but also things like Bush Gardens. I was really concerned about how Bush Gardens was going to be hit due to the fact that the hurricane was really going flying over their area. And it was good to see that uh, that Bush Gardens did tweet out uh, so the day after the worst of it had passed and say they'd been out and all the animals were okay and everybody was okay. So that's really good news. And the same with Universal as well. So although we're talking about Disney, it's good to see that the plans that all of the resorts had in place were good and working well. The one that seemed to be in hit the worst is uh, Legoland in Florida. I don't know whether you heard about this. I didn't no, hear about this. So that will happen if you make everything out of plastic bricks, though. Yeah, so basically Legoland in Florida uh, lost power. Completely lost power. And because of where they were, uh, they weren't able to restore the power immediately. And it meant that they were closed for a good few days after everybody else because they still hadn't got the power back. Their website was saying that they were they were closed for basically the foreseeable future at that particular point, And they would update people daily to let them know whether or not the, the park had reopened and whether they can go and stay and all that sort of stuff. But please know it is now open again. But uh, there was some delay. The water park is still closed, but the, the actual theme park's open. Right. Does anyone go hmm. to Legoland anyway, though? Well, I've I don't not. Know. I don't know anyone that's ever paid. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I've not been, no. I, I, I'd i like to go just to see how similar it is to all the other ones around the world. But I've, I've not rushed to go over, if I'm, if I'm honest. I'm sure it's, no, I haven't. sure it's lovely. But no, we've not been. Okay, so that's Hurricane Irma. That's what's been going on with that. Let's head over to Disneyland Paris, though, because we've got some bits and pieces we want to talk about with regards to that. Now, Katie, you are due to fly out there on Thursday because yes, this weekend it is the um, wonderful marathon, half marathon weekend. So you are participating in... I am doing the 5K and my husband, crazy person that he is... Is doing the 5k, the 10k, and the half marathon. So it's over three so days. He's, isn't he's it? doing the challenge. He's going the full on, full fat challenge. Yeah, and is... he's very worried about it because he's been suffering a little bit with shin splints recently. Oh, okay. Uh, so he hasn't actually been running for a while. So he went for a run yesterday, managed 4k. Oh. Um, <laughs> came back very much in pain and is a bit worried about the fact that he has to do 36k this weekend that will be fine that's what major. I said yeah, I was like, be be right. fine. the Disney magic will carry him through now uh, do you know exactly what, it, what and it scares me that it was a year ago that we were talking about the fact that we were going to do the half marathon after doing all that training and all that work it does seem really weird that it was that long ago and in fact right in front of me here I've got it right next to me here it is there you go there is my medal pride of place next to my desk the inaugural half marathon medal it may be the only half marathon i ever do if i'm honest um but it'll be, be it'll be really intrigued to hear when you get back katie about the the experience you had this year compared to the experiences that you had last year and seeing yeah how i think they've made a, a few little tweaks to it from last year yeah so i understand um, so i think it'll be interesting to see how it compares particularly with you've got start finish line those sort of things are in different places um yeah and i know that it finishes in a park does it not 
It does. It finishes in the studios. Which is uh, very, very interesting. Particularly as they'll be coming through all day. Um, it's not going to be like, it, you know, 8 o'clock the last person comes through. There's going to be people kind of coming through all day. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage that. It's definitely a much better finished location than it was last year, which was that weird car parky concrete definitely. thing in the middle of nowhere. And obviously the start line can't be where the start line was last year because of all the the work and the construction work that's going on there so i'll be really intrigued to see what those differences are and and how they kind of change and with the the, the 5k and the 10k and all that sort of stuff what the differences are so that'd be good yeah definitely i think the other big change as well as the 5k and the 10k are in the evening yes um, so obviously there was no 10k last year but no. they're both in the evening rather than in the morning yeah um so i think that's going to be quite be different, different as well because yeah. it is going to be starting to get dark and things like that so. yeah so that'd be good um yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was very tempted to do a, a last-minute book something and come out, but uh, having recently, I've only just recovered from an ankle injury from mud running. I'm still doing that, by the way. Yeah, uh, I went over in August and managed to damage my ankle pretty well, so I did my first mud run last weekend and I've survived for the big one. I've got in two weeks' time, so. So yeah, I think half marathon at this stage will probably have done some serious damage. But so we've got the half marathon, and then on top of that, we've also got food festival. Oh, I'm so excited about this! I can't wait. I'm so excited. So yes, in the studios they have got like a very very miniature food and wine type yeah. festival, um, but it's all themed around French food. So it's all of the booths are themed to a different region of France. Uh-huh. Um, so there's six different booths, um, all from different regions of France, and they've got, um, they've all got about three or four different food options, plus kind of two or three wine um, options. So it's very much food and wine. I think yeah. a few of them have got things like cider, um, but it's very much food and wine focused. It's on until the 24th of September, and actually the prices look really reasonable on these things. I was looking at those; um, it didn't look too expensive. Yeah, they're all kind of ranging from about three three and a half euros up to about five or six with the exception of a couple of things that are a bit more expensive yeah. just because of what they are so there's one that has caviar in it and there's one that has foie gras in oh, no. it so those ones are kind Don't of a little bit more expensive okay. haven't they got three euro wine as well three yes, euro there's, wine there's, there's wine oh, that fairness, is cheaper than like pop yeah but in fairness like, wine in france is not expensive uh, the amount of kind that's of true, wine. but it's Disney. Yeah, this it's is just, yeah, this in is, Disney. But no, but it's it's a glass of wine, isn't it? We're not talking about a bottle of wine. Ben, you can go no, to no. a supermarket of Val Europe and you can buy a bottle of wine for like three euros. Um, I'm not surprised that you can buy a glass of wine for three euros. How much is wine normally in the parks, though? No idea. Uh, you can't really buy it unless you're sitting in a Only restaurant. Only at the restaurants, so. can't you? Although they've started doing the, that thing that I was talking about on the last show um, at Auberge de Saint-Jolant. Yes. Where you can get a glass of wine out on the, oh, um, Sarah, Sarah, in yeah. the courtyard. Yeah. And that is definitely more than three euros. Yeah, that's are are they more. doing the similar thing outside of um, Chez Remy as well? Oh, well, this actually. food festival is outside. It's yeah. kind of around Place de Remy. Um, so that's where you can get all of these kind of three euro, three and a half euro glasses of wine. Right outside um, Shea Remy. So, okay. yeah. But be, be intrigued to hear sort of your opinion of, of what that's like when you return. Cause, I'm um, very excited. There's some really, like, delicious sounding food on offer. So I'm definitely going to try and sample as many of them as I can. And then we've got Oktoberfest as well, haven't we? Now, that's 
not at the same time. Uh, but Oktoberfest is coming up at Disneyland Paris as well. Um, I I fancy this. It is it sounds just good, in the, doesn't it? Is it just in the village? Yeah, so this is going to be yeah. a Disney yeah. village, yeah. But um, I, I do kind of like the sound of, of this. Uh, and whether or not it's going to be, you know... So it's 15th to the 24th of September, so it's on now as we speak. Uh, it is... Uh, let me just uh, remind you. So they've got kind of a, a German sausage with... They've got beer. They've got a kind of flatbread pizza style they've got a burger they've got several burgers actually they've got loads of different types of pretzels as well so there's loads of different things going on so i guess you're gonna attempt these are you i think we might try i think this one might be a little bit harder to do just because the french food festival is like food and wine at epcot it's kind of booths that you just yeah. go up to yeah. whereas Oktoberfest is much more actual restaurants are offering things yes so like annettes are offering two special burgers that's right um and i know king ludwig's is always kind and, of german yeah, new york style, they uh, have some special stuff the new york sandwich shop's gonna have pretzels in it and and some sausages and those bits and pieces as well so um, i think we're gonna have a go but i think this one might be a little bit harder just because because of the race weekend it is going to be really busy so i think restaurants like annette's are going to have big yes, queues yeah they will to get into so i think it might be a little bit harder for us to to do the october fest ones but we are definitely going to give it a go Sounds good. I don't blame you. I would. So, is there nothing extra in the village then? There's no. They've still got the sort of the chalets and stuff that will be out. Uh, I believe they're still going to be out and about with all those bits and pieces that have been selling in there. But they sell pretzels and stuff all the time anyway, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, I think it's mainly more like additional things on the menus in some of the other places. Have they bought any um, special merchandise out for it? For. What? For Octoberfest. I don't believe so. I've not seen anything. I've not seen anything either. I will have a look though. Yeah, keep an eye and see if you can see anything. But I don't believe they have. Um, It would be remiss of us not to mention, just before we move on to our last slide for today, um, the Disney Fan Days, which is still, I think it's flummoxing all of us, is it not? As to what exactly Disney have got planned for this. It's the absolute best bit of marketing we've ever done, though, isn't it? Well, it really is. You know, they've, they've got a Twitter account, which um, is throwing loads of stuff at us, and but we don't know exactly what it is. But and, um, and kudos to Disney. The other thing they've also done is they are going to have a special evening that's being held in Disneyland Paris. And we have been really really privileged that we have been invited to go to this evening and john is going to it uh, for us but at the end of this month disney have got a what can i just, well they've called it a fan days presentation and what they're saying is going to happen is they're going to explain far more about what this is it's expected to be starting next year and these experiences are designed to entertain and thrill those who know and love disney better than anyone else so that's all we know but Disney will be um, sharing information with uh, with us on the September the 30th between 8.45 and 11pm French time. Uh, so John is going out there especially for this. So you want to keep an eye on our Facebook, keep an eye on our Twitter, all those bits and pieces. Because John will be um, sharing everything from Disneyland Paris on that particular date. And I'm really excited to hear what it is that they're doing. But you're right, Gareth, this is probably the best bit of marketing they've done in a long time. I, I, I don't know. I still can't work it out. 
it's got something to do with characters, and that's I, I believe so. Really Garner, isn't it? But also, I wonder whether it's like special. I can't decide whether it's special things that you can buy into, whether it's things that are just going to happen in the parks or what, or whether it is going to be just characters or whether there's going to be other things as well, like special experiences you can buy and things like that. I just don't know. I'm kind of hoping it's special experiences you can buy into, so like a special tour of this or a tour of this, or you can rent out this and all those sort of different things. Yeah, they don't have many tours, do they, Paris? Well, there's, there's three. Yeah, there's three. There's the Disneyland Park, there's the Walt Disney Studios Park, and there's Tower of Terror. And Tower but of the Terror, Tower is only of Terror in ones only in French. Yeah, which is no use to anyone. Um, so yeah, they're the only three I've done. I've done the Disneyland Park one. I have as well. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to do it by myself. <laughs> there was nobody oh, else on the tour. Cool. It was just me. So the cast member knew. Obviously, I was a big Disney fan, so I got to do a few extra bits like they took me backstage at Star Tours and I got to see one of the ride vehicles with the house lights on so they could show me just how much it moves and things like that which was really cool so I'm kind of hoping it's going to be stuff like that because that's the stuff I really really like um, as if that's not enough with fan days at the end of September and the food and wine festival and Oktoberfest and the half marathon weekend Disney have also announced what's happening with regards to Christmas it's going to be kicking off on the 11th of November to the 7th of January I'm really pleased because I'm going out at the end of November so they've uh, announced that there's some new exciting stuff that's coming there's a truly goofy Christmas is coming to Walt Disney Studios Park where there's going to be a new nighttime show called Goofy's Incredible Christmas. They've done some mapping technology and they created a new show which is going to be on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in the evening. We don't know a massive amount other than that. There's been some little kind of videos that have appeared online and people have sort of posted some bits and pieces but that's certainly looking quite cool. We've got uh, Sing Me a Merry Christmas that's going to be happening in uh, the production courtyard stage, which is by the front of uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel. It's where they've been doing all the Star Wars bits and pieces. So there's going to be stuff on there where Mickey and Minnie are going to be there in their best Christmas outfits. Goofy's going to be there and Santa in his Santa suit and those bits and pieces. So that's some of the stuff that's happening over at the studios. In Disneyland Park... We've got a new show called A Merry Stitchmas. That's going to be happening on the Sleeping Beauty Castle stage. And of course, as you can expect, includes Stitch and Mickey and Minnie. And there's going to be uh, the meaning of Christmas is going to be taught to Stitch through songs. We've got Mickey's Christmas Big Band. That's coming back again. That's coming to the Videopolis. And then there's the Enchanted Advent Calendar, which is from the 1st to the 25th of December. Every morning you'll have the chance to awaken the magic of Christmas at the foot of Sleeping Beauty's Castle with a captivating event. It says make sure you uh, visit the Enchanted Advent Calendar. Magical meet and greets and decorations at this Limp Park as well. Uh, and you'll have the chance to meet. Here's this. Characters such as Marie from Aristocats, Scrooge McDuck, Thumper, Miss Bunny and more all it says um there's also a chance to meet santa um so if you go over to the meet mickey mouse uh, up until and including december the 25th just like mickey will be there you'll also have santa will have his own dressing room where you'll be able to go and see him which is quite cool light up the tree with mickey's magical christmas lights so there's going to be the massive tree again 24 meters in uh, height and they're going to be switching on those uh, lights each uh, evening and i know i think gareth you're quite excited about this one that coco is going to be in fuento del oro over in Frontierland. so the puppet of miguel who is the kind of lead character from coco i i am I'm, I'm a bit worried that might fall flat though because the film's not coming out here not coming out it's just yet is it now. we'll find out won't we 
Who knows? And then we've got Frozen characters are back, and the Frozen sing-along is returning at the Chaparral Theatre. And then for uh, welcoming in 2018, 31st of December, they're going to have a star-studded evening, they're calling it, which is going to have loads of fireworks and all those bits and pieces, and you have to reserve special tickets for the New Year's Eve show. No, did they do this last year? Was it a special ticketed event for New Year's Eve? No, it wasn't. This is new this year, isn't it? Um, it says here, remember, place the limited, reserve your special tickets for New Year's Eve now. So, I'm not quite sure what they're planning on doing with regards to that. Uh, all we know is, um, they've said here, is the incredible New Year's Eve parade filling the sky above uh, Sleeping Beauty Carry Castle. The New Year fireworks will amaze and astound kids and grown-ups alike. And then there will be a party atmosphere, take to the dance floor or enjoy a whole host of other surprises. So... Looks like they're making a big thing of uh, New Year this year, so it'll be interesting to see any more details that come out about that. Hope it's not cloudy again, because when we were there at New Year this year, it was really, really cloudy, so we uh, couldn't really see the fireworks. It was just like the whole sky lit up green, and then the whole sky <laughs> lit up blue. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I hope it's not cloudy. Oh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with regards to that. But um, that's pretty much it, to be honest. Um. It's yeah. Um, oh, that's it's one question. Exciting. We did have a question. Uh, I want to mention. I want to mention a couple of responses we've had as we tried to do on the show. Uh, we did ask if anybody was at Hurricane Irma, and uh, there was Michael Santino who did respond to us and said that um, he's still at. He was still at Woodness Lodge as we speak. This was on the Monday. Oh, we are locals, but checked in here to feel more safe. Got in Saturday morning early. Went to the Magic Kingdom in the morning for a bit. I had to go to work for a few hours to make some final storm preparations. My wife took my daughter to the pool. When I got back, we headed back to MK for dinner and more fun. Next day, parks were closed. Resort had tons of things to do. Movies, board games, pool were open, characters in the main lobby, Brer Bear, Liver Lips and Big Al. Two-hour dance party. All games in the arcades were free. Three of the restaurants were open. So there you go. Um, so that's that there as well. Um, and just one more thing to mention. I had a message this evening from, and I've got to remember who it was now because it was to me. And I had a brief conversation with him. It was Richard Mason Smart who sent me a message saying, I hope it all is well. Just wanted to ask you a question, Disney related. Have you ever heard of people being offered free food before at Disney and then being told this is on Mickey? Uh, yeah, that's happened to me. That, yeah, yeah, it's happened to me as well. Uh, I said this, it happened to me. And I think I mentioned this on the show the other week, that it uh, happened to me on several occasions. One, when I went on honeymoon, uh, we were offered things because we were on honeymoon and people said this is from this is on Mickey. And once Harry was given a frozen cupcake uh, and he was told this is to say thank you for the Brits bringing One Direction to the world. Ah, oh, that's cute. So there you go. That was genuinely true. So that's uh, so yes, uh, Richard. In a nutshell, people do get offered things and do get told this is on Mickey. I think the cast members are encouraged to not do it all the time, obviously, but encouraged to do that to uh, to people at times to add a little magic to their day. I think as long as you go in not expecting it, then if it happens, then it's a major. It's a nice surprise, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. But- final thing before we go, Gareth. Go yes. on. Would you like to explain something that's coming next Friday? Right, so... Or this Friday, should I say? Well, this this Friday. So, from Friday, we are going to start um, what's going to be a weekly event on Facebook and Twitter, which is going to be um, a quiz that we're going to run um, for people to enter. 
and we're going to run it for 10 weeks with 10 questions so over the 10 weeks you'll have a potential score of 100 and at the end of the 10 weeks um, what we thought we'd do is invite the two highest scoring people to come and have a live grand final on the show to test your Disney knowledge yeah so um, the way that it's being run there's no time limit on it so yeah in theory you could go and google all the answers which is absolutely fine um, if you want to go and do that and get more right <laughs> but... but then when you when we big you up because you've got 100 on the uh, on the tests and you come on the show and you don't know anything you're going to make yourself look a bit silly so so we're, we're, just, we're looking for honesty aren't we here you know yeah and just rest in the short fact you probably know more than i do so <laughs> you, you won't be the least most knowledgeable person when you come on so just they're not they're not that hard some are going some questions are more difficult than others yeah um i think we're just going to rotate it uh, across the team um, so each of us will do right each week we'll do different questions and and yeah we'll probably so, use our areas of expertise and that sort of stuff um yeah so the, the one uh, the one that's coming out on Friday is all themed around um, the Magic Kingdom. So it's ten questions around that. Um, I want to enter. You can enter if you want to. Can I? That's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't know anything, and everyone's scores will look better. That's great. That's true. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, you, you can enter. You can have a go, <laughs> and we can all chuckle at how many you get right or wrong. I might yeah. just surprise you all. Well, you do that. That's absolutely fine, except for your Windows Land Paris. So. This is true, yeah. I probably <laughs> won't enter. <laughs> but you can enter yeah, that and that'll be coming out, won't you? And we'll pull the stuff up for that. Yeah. It's worth noting as well. I think um, at 100 entries, the um, the quiz might fill up. Right, okay. So um, we might have to either do the first first 100 or we might have to put out a second link to um, to the quiz if it fills up too quickly. Yeah, that's fair enough. But that's something that we're starting on Friday, so that should be a good yeah. chuckle. Um, that's everything we've got on the show for this week. So we'll be back in two weeks' time. We'll be able to tell you how the results are going for that particular quiz. And we will have the gang back. Uh, so we'll have John back from Walt Disney World. He'll be able to ex talk to us about his trip out there. We'll have him back from Fan Day. So we'll be able to talk about that. We'll also have Katie back from her half marathon weekend. So she'll be able to talk about that. So there'll be loads of really cool info and, and bits and pieces to what's been going on with regards to Disney and all that sort of stuff as well. So that'll be really, really cool. So it is time then, I think, for this. That's it, I think. So, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Katie. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Gareth. You're welcome. And thank you all for joining us this week. If you want to keep an eye on everything that's going on, you want to catch up any past episodes, those sort of things, you can go to DisneyBrit.com and look at our brand spanking, lovely-looking new website. And uh, you can also go to Twitter at uh, DisneyBrit. And also we've got our Instagram, which is DisneyBrit as well. And with John being out in Walt Disney World at the minute, there's Instagram stories are going mental. It's going absolutely crazy with the amount of stuff it's putting on, which is fantastic. So do keep an eye on that as well. And of course, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Disney Bit Podcast and it's over on Facebook and Twitter you'll be able to find all the links for the Friday quiz that starts this Friday it's nice to get more um, questions and stuff like that from listeners and those sort of bits and pieces so if you have got any questions please do email us radio at disneybrit.com and we will endeavour to answer those whenever we've got the time to do those on those particular shows uh, but uh, it is nice to hear from you and, and get questions from you and all those bits and pieces um, I don't think there's anything else to say. Is that have I missed anything? I always ask this. I no, think I think that's have. it. 
So that's it then. No. So we will return in two weeks' time with the gang back together. But until then, we hope you have a good couple of weeks, even though it's getting miserable and it's getting cold and we put the heating on and all those bits and pieces. It, if, if it's cold down here, it must, Katie, you must be in like minus 30 degrees up there. It has know. been freezing today. <laughs> like I've actually given in. I normally have a rule that the heating can't go back on till October and I've had to break my own yeah. rule the last two days. It's awful. We've had it on for an hour today, I tell you. Just call me Scrooge McDuck. Right, we will see you in two weeks' time. Have a good couple of weeks. But until then, we'll see ya. Thank you.